Listener discretion is always advised. So there's some really interesting research that we can plant false memories in the brain. Uh, and in a different context, um, one of the emerging areas that's really interesting in law and neuroscience is pain detection. Um, and once we understand the circuitries that uh, cause pain, I guess the question is, could we then instill pain and use that in many coercive measures uh, in the legal system as well? So. Wow, that's amazing. Did you want to add anything, Brian? So Did you hear what she said? I truthfully think that... Um, that's fucking impossible. But um, this is the speaker of Professor of Law and Philosophy, Nita A. Fahaney, and just in case you're curious, man, the future is looking so bleak. I'm so glad to hear that they're using all of this technology to protect our democracy and freedom. But did you hear that shit? I mean, they can now drop pain inside of a memory that they also dropped inside your damn head. Welcome to the Justice and the Peace Podcast. This is for masters, this technique. You already know the sound is fucked up. What the hell can we do? Just adjust the volume. My name is Justice. This is my podcast. I call it the Justice and the Peace motherfucking podcast. Welcome to the show. How you stinking rotten motherfuckers doing? You know I have to address you in such a, a, a sour, a, a distasteful way in the beginning of the podcast just to weed out the bitches because there's some bitches all around and I'm not talking about the type that I like. I'm talking about the type of bitch that when you say bitch, you don't just say bitch, you say bitch. Like, they're there. So get out the way. If you're a square or if you don't even care about the things that it is that I like to share, there are stories in this motherfucking world that ain't nobody talking about. And I take it upon myself to bless you with knowledge that is not consumable by the normal means, not even uh, shared on any educational level. But here at the Justice and the Peace Pod, it's a circle. My name is Justice. This is the Peace. Five days a week, and sometimes up on Sundays. You can catch me here, motherfucker. And I ain't ducking a damn thing. You can go ahead and give me all five ranks, because I'm the goddamn champ. Let's go ahead and get into the show. I mean, it's not good to say that I'm the king, even though I, I believe it. And, and since I believe it, it must be true. That's the law, right? What I thinketh is what is the truthest. Isn't that the, the, the correct way that we address life right now is what it is that I thinketh is what it is is the truthest. Now I started the, the, the podcast today with some very interesting shit. Some shit that might have went all the way over your motherfucking head. So let's go back over it right now. So there's some really interesting research that we can plant false memories in the brain. There is interesting research that these motherfuckers could plant 
false memories inside your brain. Now, if they are openly saying that they can put false memories in your brain right now, that means that they've been doing it and they've been running these motherfucking trials and these things on people either suspecting or they could have signed up for it or unsuspecting, meaning that maybe you don't know that you're being programmed when you are being programmed. So do you understand what I'm telling to you? What I'm telling you is that you may think that you remember something one certain way, but everybody else remembers it a whole nother way. But you have convinced yourself that that is the truth. They can do that to you. And they're admitting that shit wide open. So that means that they have moved on to another means of programming. Uh, and in a different context, um, one of the emerging areas that's really interesting in law neuroscience is pain detection. Um, and once we understand the circuitries that uh, cause pain, I guess the question is, could we then instill pain and use that in many coercive measures uh, in the legal system as well? So See what I mean? Now, in the legal system as well, meaning instead of putting a motherfucker on, on the electric chair, they could do something to your brain to have you just in pain all the damn time. Now, some convicts, I believe that they, they deserve it. They need it, especially if you fuck with kids. Yes, this could be helpful, but at the same time, if we interconnect the first thing that it is that she said, if we intertwine that with the second thing that it is that she said, first they drop a memory inside your head then after they drop that memory i mean if they're telling you that they're trying to figure out the circuitry of how to present pain to someone else's brain they've already mastered it this right here is what you do as a a, a, a pre-release this is like a trailer for a movie of some sort but this ain't no motherfucking movie this real ass motherfucking life Wow, that's amazing. Did you want to add anything, Brian? So no, I don't want to add anything else to that. That right there is purely some shit that I, I mean, I know that I've seen some movies where they could drop some shit into your head and make you believe that some shit didn't happen when it really didn't happen. But when it's here in real life, it's a little different. It's uneasy. It's unsettling. It's something that I myself don't like i mean because you could just send somebody that you love to go do an easy task and there ain't no telling that men in black shit somebody shows up and beep, hit you in the face with one of those damn beans next thing you know she wasn't at the grocery store for 20 minutes she been gone for three hours but it's really only been 20 motherfucking minutes the implications of this technology the capabilities just just the thought that somebody could fuck with how it is that the circuitry in your brain is wired if it does not scare you. God, I wish I was just a little bit more like you because my imagination, it runs rampant. It runs motherfucking treadmill miles in my mind over what the fuck it is that I can imagine and then the applications of that shit. Scary. I mean, and that's just a fact. And you already know how I get down with facts. Facts are beautiful. Facts are ugly. Sometimes they're distinguishable. Sometimes you don't even know if somebody is telling you a lie or actually telling you the facts. 
And since facts can be so many damn things, they can also be morbid. And here is another episode from Morbid Facts. Take it away. Morbid Facts, part 50. Sonny Graham was dying of heart failure when he got the call about a new heart. Yes! The donor was 33-year-old Terry Cottle, who had- Ooh, shit, young heart. Had just committed suicide by shooting himself in the throat with- Oh, wait, 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 let's start that back the fuck over. What'd you say, buddy? Morbid Facts, part 50. Sonny Graham was dying of heart failure when he got the call about a new heart. The donor was 33-year-old Terry Cottle, who had just committed suicide by shooting himself in the throat with a shotgun. Shit, Terry, what the fuck? You know, uh, if you shoot a human being um, in their midsection with the shotgun, you could damn near saw somebody in half with that motherfucker. If you shoot yourself in the throat with a shotgun, heads are going to roll. <laughs> Shit. After a successful transplant, Sonny started writing to Terry's widow, Cheryl. The two ended up falling in love and getting married. What the, what, what? So he took this guy, well, he didn't take the guy's heart, but the heart was given to him. And you know what they say, uh, 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 home is where the heart is, right? So I guess Terry's wife wanted to follow the heart and it's, he said that the guy started writing the wife? What? Soon people started to notice that Sonny was taking on some of Terry's personality and characteristics. He started liking things that he never enjoyed before, like beer and hot dogs. Which, what, what? What? Which were some of Terry's favorites. Twelve years later, Sonny committed suicide the exact same way as Terry, with a shotgun to the throat. Whoa, I can't lie. I've watched this story so many damn times and was so excited to jump in and out of that damn thing. Fuck, can you imagine that shit? You are dying of heart failure. You get a call, we've got a heart. Once you get the surgery done and you survive, them cracking open your motherfucking chest plate. Do you know what your chest plate is? You know that 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 them bones that's under that flabby ass skin that's that's on your chest and shit right, you know, right below your solar plex. They gotta crack that motherfucker open, I believe, to get inside there and fuck with your heart. Please, Jesus, don't let nobody fuck with my shit like that. But yeah, they gotta crack that motherfucker open and keep you alive. While they do all of this shit, put a new heart on you and then your body has to take the heart. Do you know how much that how much stress that puts on the human body and you survive that shit? I mean, you survive it and, and, and you find yourself married to the woman who was married to the guy that you got your heart from. In 12 years, almost to the day you decide to eat the barrel of a shotgun, literally the same way that that guy who you inherited the heart from did. I mean, I, I don't know if I'm a smart man or anything else like that, but uh, I, I, I couldn't help but point out that that I've, I've said it before on this podcast. There is something in our blood that triggers memory. I swear to God, I, I have believed that since I was a kid. This shit right here kind of proves my point. 
or it just proves that some people don't enjoy life. What the fuck do you do with that shit? Like I was saying, man, I mean, life is weird. There's all kinds of shit always going on. I mean, you don't have to look far. All you have to do is look. You can look up, it's motherfucking aliens in the sky. You can look down, it might be people living beneath your feet, hollow earth. There's no telling what the fuck is really going on. I do know one thing. The show Catfish came out a long ass motherfucking time ago and you know it was a sensation when it came out to everybody that was on TV. But if you in real life and you go to meet a bitch and, and, and she not who the fuck it is and she say she is, number one of all, that's bad. But things can go terribly bad so fast after that. And now we go to the Bay Area. Hey, what's the worst date you've ever been on? Keep it real with you, blood. I went with this bitch out in Oakland, blood. I slid through on her, right? Met her at the bar station, blood. Swear to God, bruh. The bitch catfished me, blood. Bitch was dumbass fat. Bitch had hella hair on her upper lip, nigga. Whoa. Not the top lip trip. Come on, man. Shit was all bad, bro. I told the bitch, I was like, no. Nah. I was like, I was like, look, I ain't fucking with you. She was like, oh, well, I already came through and woo. Oh, you gonna fuck with I'm like, bitch, hell no. Nah. Dipped out on the bitch like, no, nah, I'm cool, bro. Hell no. Nah. Bitch chased me all the way from fucking San Leandro Bar, nigga, all the way down to Hayward, nigga. I was like, fuck that shit, bro. I'm gone, bro. Bitch kept calling me the next day, nigga. I had to block the bitch hella shit, bro. Next, you know, nigga, my cousin called me talking about why this bitch is over here at the house. I'm like, who? He was like, nigga, this ugly ass bitch, nigga, that you got at the front door and shit, nigga. Grams is hella mad and shit. I'm like, blood. I was like, blood. I was like, blood. Look, look. Tell the bitch I'll be on my way, right? Nigga never went back to the house ever again, nigga. Whoa, wait, 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 wait a minute. I've got questions. I've got a few questions. How the fuck did that bitch know where you lived at? If you don't know the bitch, and you met her at the train, right? And then you had to ditch the bitch, okay? You had to get rid of her. But then she showed up at your grandma's house. How did she know where the fuck it is that you lived at? And if you ain't never, ever, ever been back home, did grandma ask any questions? Huh? Did Cuzzo ask any questions? I mean, I'm not saying that, that this is a falsity. Not at all. I'm just questioning some of the dynamics of the story it is that you told my brother. And hey, if that bitch found out where you live at, don't ever go back home. I completely agree with that shit right there. I mean, that's the last thing you need is a rhino with a mustache coming through the stash spot. I mean... That bitch gonna eat up all the Twinkies and smoke all the weed. I mean, anything else? Gone. Hey, what's the worst date you've ever been on? I could tell you about some dates, but I don't think that I have time. There's too many things to fucking talk about. And, um, you know, I could, I could go on and on and on about things that it is that you already know. Can I tell you a little bit about my generation? We kind of knew that the government wanted to be trusted. We knew that shit back in the days. But I cannot lie. A lot of people 
just like children, have fallen a victim to the devices that have now been put in front of us. But even though those devices are in front of us, that does not mean that motherfuckers have taken their eyes completely off of what the fuck the horizon is. So let me go ahead and rewind it back to 1999. For some of you people that didn't grow up in my timeline, listen to what this guy says and tell me, do you feel like this world right now just listen start by secretly creating a problem in the world and making sure someone else is blamed for it in the public uh, arena in the public mind it could be a run on a currency it could be a government collapse at its most extreme it could be a war because the two world wars in this century were funded all sides were funded by the same people what the fuck huh is that what did you know did you know that did you know that the wars usually they have an end date. They also have a begin date, but they have backers. They have a, what do you call that shit? Uh, uh, it's like a GoFundMe, except the GoFundMe is already full. All you need is for somebody to start taking money out of that GoFundMe. It's kind of like that. Provable. The same people that funded the Allies in the Second World War and funded uh, the Soviet Union also funded Hitler. Did you know that? Through loans from America, known as the Young Plan and the Doors Plan, and also via the German subsidiaries of American multinational companies. Why would they do that? Why would someone want to fund all sides in a war? What is good is a war? Well, first of all, on one level, it makes vast amounts of money if you're lending money to all sides and you're also um, selling them lots of arms and all that stuff. But the fundamental reason for a war is to change the nature of post-war society. But before you change the nature of post-world society, post-war society, excuse me, before you do that, who is going to make the most money? Is it going to be the buyer or is it going to be the seller? No, it's going to be the middleman. I guess that would be the seller, huh? I don't know. I'm not good at selling drugs. Continue. And what we saw in the First World War and the Second World War were massive global examples of problem, reaction, solution. We are looking at a gigantic contract before our eyes. We don't live in a democracy in this country or in America or in these other places. We live in a one-party state where the same force from the peak of the pyramid string pulls all sides. We live in the same shit, right? It's still been pulling the strings from all sides. The creation of a one-world government to which nation-states would be principalities, administrative units, a world central bank which would administer all financial transactions on the planet, a world currency which wouldn't be coins and notes, it would be merely electronic, cashless society for which there are fundamental implications for freedom as we'll see as we go along tonight. That, th this happened, this speech was recorded in 1999, y'all. 1999. Why you think everybody was singing and dancing and, and thinking the world was going to end in 2000? Because the digital age was upon us, but not as implicated as we thought it would be. This shit has been now. It, it's out of control. We, you have no idea on what's coming down the pipeline, but we kind of do. A world army under centralized control with nation state uh, armies uh, dismantled <laughs> under the... Uh, justification of seeking peace and a microchipped population 
linked to a global computer, the latter of which sounds bizarre to many people on first hearing, except that we are ridiculously close to it and the technology already exists. So World Health Organization says there's going to be a measles epidemic next year. Get vaccinated. Get your children vaccinated. You're a bad parent if you don't. Then the same people that organize that then start flogging out the vaccine and make a fortune out of it. So if we what just happened? What now? What the fuck just happened? Take one element of that on the problem reaction solution. It's amazing the extent to which we have given our power away, our spiritual power. It's all about taking our power back. Because once we do that, it's all over. All the way the fuck over. And people don't have time to sit down and listen to, 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 to in-depth conversations about their environment because you know what you do with most of your time in your environment? You're at work. You're making somebody else rich. You're making somebody else wealthy unless you own your own business and you're trying your hardest just to scrape by. And if you're scraping by, Lord knows that you got to worry about exactly what the fuck it is that you say when you say it, who you say it to and all that other good, great godless shit that they didn't create it in this damn toxic environment that we all exist in right now. But things I believe are finally starting to look up as they look up. I must also keep my eye on the horizon. As I said in the beginning of this shit. Now there is some big controversy over, but like I could give two flying fucks about the shit, but it is interesting to see how it is that some people react when other people do things that I would consider, I don't know, a bit triggering, slightly hostile. Listen to this. Grandpa's feeling a little frisky today. Ooh, do you know who the fuck that is? That is Kid Rock. In case you don't know who Kid Rock is, well, if you don't know who Kid Rock is, you suck balls. I mean, you suck them. Let me uh, say something to all you and be as clear and concise as possible. Okay, we're shooting at beer cans. What does that mean? Fuck Bud Light and fuck Anheuser-Busch. Have a terrific day. Well, I will have a great day. You have an excellent afternoon, my friendly guy with the firearm. Um, There is some serious shit going on right now with... Bud Light, Anheuser-Busch, and, and their unveiling of a new can that is celebrating the, 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 you know what? I'm not good at this shit. Let's hang over, gang. Take this shit over, man. I'm not good. All right, so there's a lot of people talking about the new trans spokesperson for Bud Light beer, Dylan Mulvaney. Okay, Dylan Mulvaney is uh the person that is the topic of this discussion. I don't know shit, so I shall shut the fuck up. Apparently to celebrate Dylan's 365th day as a woman, they've put Dylan's face on the can. Okay, a whole year. That's one whole cycle of the system, right? No, or how does that work? I, I, I mean, I know, I know. Yeah, you know Dylan, the woman? Yeah. Personally, I think it'd be more appropriate to put David's face on some Pennzoil transmission fluid. Get it? What the hell? 
Hey, Bud Light, my mom's been a woman for 23,725 days. You didn't put her face on a can. Rosa Parks ain't on a can. Mother Teresa ain't on a can. Joan of Arc ain't on a can. Mother Mary ain't on a can. And she gave birth to Jesus. Anyway, if you're one of the people boycotting Bud Light for partnering with Dylan, I'd like to congratulate you on joining the rest of the world who's been boycotting Bud Light ever since we discovered it's literally the most disgusting tasting beer known to man. But seriously, if you're one of the folks who's mad that the official spokesperson for Bud Light is now a trans person, take a look in the mirror. You're drinking light beer. You're halfway there yourself. Whoa, buddy. That's kinda the damn truth. I don't drink no motherfucking light beer. I'm light-skinned and right now I find that term to be almost redundant. I know, grandson. I know. Papa. What's up, my guy? Podcast. As you wish. And now, this. He says, fun fact. Jacob Rothschild funded MLK in the Civil Rights Movie. This is facts. Whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Fun fact. Jacob Rothschild funded MLK and the Civil Rights Movement. Is this true? I do not know. How about you? Is this really true? Let's listen to what it is that he has to say. Martin Luther King was a Prince Hall Freemason. His dad was a Prince Hall Freemason. They both were um, heads of the Baptist Church. In the 40s, his dad was through the 50s. And Martin Luther King was through the 60s. So they come from a church family. That doesn't really say anything. I got church people in my family, too. Martin Luther King was a sellout. Luther Whoa, bruh, is that defamation? Can people talk about you like that when you die? The King used to go to dinners with Jacob Rothschild and his mother and also sat around with his brother, Evelyn D. Rothschild. And Dr. King was in bed with Henry, uh, Henry Kissinger and George Soros. He I, I, I don't think that we can use that terminology anymore about saying that somebody is in bed with somebody. We should say that they had business dealings or something like that. And this, I don't know, uh, timeline that we live in right now, the first thing that I'm thinking is like, hold on, is there some other shit that I don't know? So I, 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 I don't use this kind of terminology. I also had uh, ties with Mr. Orsini. You have to understand something. Martin Luther King was speaking of things that were not in the Bible, but guess what? God spoke against Martin Luther King. The Lord said, I have heard what the prophets have said. I have dreamed, I have dreamed. This is what the Lord said. Now who's the one that had that delusional dream? Dr. King. Dr. King, see you soon. He says, fun fact. Is that the truth? I do not know. I, I, how about you? Is that the motherfucking truth? I mean, the truth is it sometimes can be clear as a blue motherfucking sky, but it can also be as gray as the stormy motherfucking day. I know one thing that's crystal motherfucking clear to me, and that's that you don't fuck with the Mexican cartel. Some people have to learn the hard way about things. This is just a quick little update for some people who have forgotten exactly the deadly nature of people who really be out there getting it out the mud. A Texas man bragged about stealing 50K, $50,000 from a Mexican cartel. Well, the FBI, um, 
they say he's missing. Now, if he's a smart man, he might want to be missing for the rest of his motherfucking life. I don't think that you could live that long on the lamb in this era on $50,000 unless you stand in those little roach coach motels where they don't use your ID and shit like that. It's too much. It's too many apps, too many programs, too many ways to track motherfuckers down and find them. If the mob, I, we, did he steal it or, or did they borrow? What was the circumstances? I need to know. All I got is the motherfucking headline. So that's all I got to share. You, I'm sorry. That's that's all I got. But, I mean, it, 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 is that all that I really got? I mean, you know when you're with your gal. This is for the guys. If you're a girl, just, just turn it off. Just turn it down. Turn it off. Fast forward a couple of minutes because this is some guy shit right here. This is some straight guy shit. You know when you're a guy, right? And you're ready to go to pound town. When you're ready to get down, down. You know, ten toes up, ten toes down, bumping uglies. All that beautiful, ugly shit right there. You know when you're getting ready to do the nasty. You, you, you want your girl to do all kinds of positions and shit like that. Have you ever in your life considered the strain and 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 the the magnitude of balance it is that it takes for some of these positions to actually be undergone to to to, to actually play out I, I never have but then i saw this shit and i cannot unsee it listen that's hold up position and hold it squat hold it Bruh, why does she got her dude on the bed riding air? This motherfucker riding an air dick. Same way you want me to do it, you better be able to do it. Hold it. Bounce. Make it bounce. Make <laughs> Make it bounce. Make it bounce. Yeah, them knees. Hold them knees in. That's right. Pull them knees in. Hold them knees in. No, don't use your hand to prop. Bounce it, bounce it on your toes. Bruh, humiliating. Hey, man, you cannot unsee this shit, right? Listen. Bounce it, hold on. You ain't rotating your waist at all. You need to rotate your waist. Me, I want to hear ball and complain. Bounce it. You want me to do it for you? You need to show me you could do it too. <laughs> you want me to do it for you? You got to show me you can do it too. Hold that position and hold it. Squat. Hold it. Same way you want me to do it, you better be able to do it. Hold it. Bounce. Make it bounce. Make it bounce. Yeah, them knees. Yeah, hold them. make that shit bounce. Hey, man. Hey, just, just be careful when it comes to certain shit in your gal because, hey, man, it looks like that guy was, hey, he was... It looked rough. I mean, rough. That shit looked rough. I mean, things can get rough. Things can get smooth also. It just depends on what level that it is that you can endure. Some people can take a lot of shit. Other people are very fragile. Some people are just waiting for that little bit of straw to actually break the motherfucking camel's back. I know, speaking from experience, growing up in the situation that it is that I grew up in, certain things can trigger me. Certain things do trigger me. And not only that, since I know about those things, I create 
boundaries. And when those boundaries are met, those lines are about to be crossed. I have a split decision to make one wise choice or a disaster uh, with an opportunity to learn from. And, and that sounds like gibber jabberish. Basically, what I'm saying is this. If you create a boundary and someone comes to the line of that boundary, you have a choice to make. You could revert back to old behavior or you can adjust to what it is that's going on. And both of those things, they're needed because motherfuckers will test your boundaries. But like I said, growing up is a motherfucker. When you grow up mixed, it's a motherfucker. When you grow up anything, it's a motherfucker. But when you grow up mixed with a shrouded history, with a with a with a past that no one talks about, there's always things that you question about yourself. And I've always kind of felt like it was just me feeling like that until I saw this. I'm going to try to record this one time if it doesn't work then um i don't please listen i don't know i don't know if i can get this out i don't even know exactly what i want to say but a few nights ago my mother called me she's been telling me since i was six years old that i was the um the product of uh essay um and um she's white and um her uh you know rapist was black and that's how you know she got pregnant with me um and I've always felt a, uh, like a like a violent mistake. I've never felt like a violent mistake. That is a very it's a new string of words put together that I've ever I've never heard those two words put together like that. And especially about feeling about oneself, I've I can't identify with that feeling, but I do. Uh, identify with the feeling as in something being in the back that 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 somebody ain't talking about not a mistake though I, I don't know about the terminology but I do slightly understand the, the 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 feeling that she's speaking on I'm sorry deep down always felt like a violent mistake and that has corrupted every fiber of my being, every relationship. I'm not gonna cry. Um, please don't cry, baby girl, please. Can can I, can you call ladies, baby girls anymore? Miss lady, please do not shed any tears. I will cry with you. I am Mr. Feminism. But yes, I understand that shit, I, I, I do. So sh my mother has dementia. She's in a nursing home and um, you know, she's, definitely in the last at least few years of her life and i think she's preparing for that so she called me and she said um i need to talk to you right now there we go right there that's what i was talking about this is a boundary so when you grow up in this kind of past family members you have to create boundaries with them because you never know where it is that they might go but you have to protect yourself when you're interacting with people not only in your family but your close friends extended relatives motherfuckers from your childhood continue right now about uh the night that you were conceived and um the thing is i'm in my 40s right so like this feels like a conversation that's not actually urgent um and i didn't listen to myself i did not listen to my 
inner guide that said hang up boundaries you don't need that you don't need this information i pulled over i recorded some of it i won't play it um but i needed to record it <laughs> i could tell so i could process it later the technology that it is that we have right now can almost make someone's voice immortal. It can make an, emo an, an emotion everlasting. It is something that has never, ever existed at the time of humanity that we know of. We cannot go back and find any recording with anybody else's voice on it. And like she says, she now has the opportunity to process it right now, but then to revisit that same recording and revisit those emotions and enhance her understanding of what it is that really transpired transpired during her conception so of course you probably have guessed by now that she told me that this that this story was not true and the story i don't know if you picked it up in the beginning is that her mother told her that she was of hispanic descent um that she made it up um because she was ashamed of her behavior and how she got pregnant in the first place. Um, and, you know, being being a black woman in a white family in- That's crazy. The South, I live in Texas, um, has been just a hell of a journey. I could only imagine. Now, speaking from my standpoint, I'm like the, the most Caucasianist motherfucker in my family on the black side. Now, on the white side, I'm the only black person. So this dynamic, I can completely identify with. The funny part about my dynamic is that I grew up with my black family, and I don't know too much shit about being white at all. I, 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 I don't. I, I watch television. I mean, they're on TV. So, um, to not, I feel robbed, you know? Agreed. You no, know, I think the thing that I am trying to process is that there were people who could have shown me what it is to be black. There well, I know, I'm, I know for a fact I'm black. So, I, I mean, I, I'm not mad or anything else. I just kind of feel like it would have been cool to kind of know motherfuckers when I was growing up and, and learn some of the etiquette and shit like that. But, hey, what do you do? There was culture that I could have partaken in. There was family. And she stole it from me <laughs> because of her pride and ego. Um... And so the conclusion is to stick to your boundaries. I wish I hadn't picked up the damn phone. That's it. Boundaries. Like I began that segment with the word boundaries. We all have boundaries. And if you do not protect yourself while you are inside your boundaries, you are vulnerable. And the last thing that you need to do or would want to do, I should say, the last thing that you would want to do is to come out of the safety and security of your boundaries and then 
have some sort of some sort of injury inflicted upon you to have to return back to your safety to reheal yourself. The boundaries that you create in your life not only can be healthy, but they can also be harmful. So be quite mindful of what it is that you choose to decide your boundaries are. Now, everybody's got their own way of living life, and I don't got no right to judge that shit. I can talk shit about it if I choose to and want to, but most of the time, I could give two flying fucking shits. Now, with that being said, you already know that I didn't just lie to you. I can't get on here and lie. Most of this shit is just coming out of the air as I talk, and you know that that's a fact. And yes, we're doing it again. Here's another set of morbid facts. Here are some morbid facts about King Tut. Ooh, we going to Egypt. A virtual autopsy of King Tut showed that he had a club foot, a severe overbite, womanly hips, and enlarged breasts. Hey, bro, bro, you can't talk about the king like that. What you mean he had womanly hips? Huh? What does that mean? So, so so what? King Tut was walking around, somebody's like, yeah, man, he got those childbearing hips over there. I mean, <laughs> shit, he, he get it from his mama. I mean, what, what does that mean? An enlarged breasts? An overbite? Bro, I got an overbite. He the king. He, he didn't go down there and get his teeth fixed? I mean, oh, come on, bro, they know how to scramble brains and pull them out your skull. You can't tell me that they didn't have an orthodontist back then. Further evidence revealed that these deformities were the result of incest since his parents were brother and sister. Whoa! They had some Game of Thrones shit going on with that. Watch Game of Thrones, you'll know what I'm talking about. But yeah, you can't... You, you can't do it with your brothers and sisters. It doesn't turn out well. And when I mean it, I mean your kid because it's gonna have deformities. I mean... <laughs> Can't lie to you. Inside the pharaoh's tomb, archaeologists found the mummified remains of two babies. They were most likely King Tut's stillborn twin daughters. Both of them stillborn? Where the baby mama at? One of whom was riddled with deformities just like her dad. Shit. King Tut is the only known mummy from ancient Egypt who was purposely mummified with an erection. That's fucking impossible. Wait a second. Wait a second there, buddy. Did he say... King Tut was the only, wait, uh, uh, with an erection? He was the only person mummified with the, so he was, uh, how do you keep a dead man dick hard? I, I mean, I don't, you know what, hey, hey, um, I, 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 Does have grandson, I was just, why are you out here? Go in the house. Papa. What's up, my guy? Go say. I'm almost done. Give me one second. Which broke off soon after his discovery. Oh, okay, okay. So he was the only guy mummified with an erect dick, and then it broke off when he was discovered. That's fucking impossible. Uh, 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 so his dick stayed hard and intact all of those years until somebody said, look it, we found a mummy and the dick just fell off. Nah, motherfuckers was over there jacking that thing off. No disrespect. I don't, don't send no mummy curse at me, on me, or next to me, by me, any of that shit. What the fuck? King Tut's death remains a mystery, but theories range from a bone disorder, malaria, and even a hippo attack. 
Another theory is that he was run over by a chariot since his body was found with multiple broken ribs, a shattered pelvis, and a broken leg. Not to mention his heart, sternum, and breastbone were all missing, adding to the intrigue of the boy king. Whoa, bro was tore down. Yours. Down, down, down. Shit. This and all his shit was broken. Ribs, all his shit was broken. And his chest bone was fucking miss. I, I, I don't know if he had a, a, a painful death. I just know that he had a painful death. It, 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 that's sad. That I mean, shit. People, I mean, back in the days, to die back in the days would be some fucked up shit because, you know, ain't no ambulance coming to pick you up. There ain't gonna be no doctor, no, no, uh, no, no. You just sit there and you kind of just, you know, if you die in, if you die in summertime, nigga, you're dying hot. If you die in, in wintertime, you're dying cold with some kind of animal fur or some shit like that. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know, but listen, you've done it. You've survived. We've endured. We've accomplished. I've spoken. You've hopefully learned something by listening. This is Justice, and right now I need you to go ahead and like, rate, subscribe, share the show. Five-star ratings help me so motherfucking much. You have no idea. I would greatly appreciate it if you could do that for your boy. Do that for your friend. Do that for a fellow human. Could you, could you, just, it takes a second. Five stars. Thank you. Like, rate, subscribe, share the show. Appreciate you. Every single one of these podcasts are recorded in one sitting. There are no go-backs. There are no edits genuine motherfucking reactions to all clips played on this motherfucker i cannot say enough my i cannot give enough my gratitude to beat stars and all the producers over there for the fine motherfucking work it is that they do i am nothing without you now please everybody do what the fuck it is that you need to do to get through. Don't hurt anybody in the process. That's all that it is that I can ask of you. You know that every single one of these episodes is dedicated to the life, love, legacy of my mother, Paige. I love you. I miss you. And I'm still searching for you, baby, every single day until my last breath is left. My name is Justice. You should know that shit. And this is my peace.